Hey everybody, this is Amber, and I just wanted to say welcome to this week's episode to Cheers to the Mouse. Kiki, unfortunately, will not be joining us this week. She is on vacation, and so instead of us just not having an episode, we decided that I would be doing this solo. So how this goes might crash and burn might turn out kind of okay maybe not maybe so but you know we will make something of it at least might be a bad something but it's a something so without further ado welcome to the show as we cover Zenimation this week So I don't really have much background on Zenimation. It is a Disney Plus original, but before we can do it, I actually have to log into Disney Plus. I am in a new environment to where I usually do recordings, and so if you will please bear with me as I try to log in. Good grief. They want me to type in an email address with a single type remote. This is one thing that I have noticed about remotes in general is they give me four directions and then ask me to type in things like addresses, which while feasible is not extremely easy. And I wonder why? They asked this of me when they could make shortcuts, and a lot of things do make shortcuts on .com or Gmail, but unfortunately, Disney missed the boat on this one, and I am having to fill with the space as I type in my email address because I can't say it out loud because that would be bad. I don't remember what my password is. It's something. I don't remember what the something is. Maybe. Nope. Let's try again. Thank goodness I get to edit all of this out because I thought it would be a good idea. From I was like, hey, it would be a good idea to fill some of the space with me trying to log in because I know it's going to be a haphazardous adventure. I forgot the fact that I forgot my login information. It's just going to be a bunch of dead silence as I try to key it in or me trying to fill the silence as I stress out trying to remember what my information is
life folks is you have a bunch of different passwords that you then forget because you're supposed to have a bunch of key ones so not only do you still get hacked because hackers don't necessarily use your passwords but you then cannot get in to any of your information because you don't remember your information and that folks is how things work see figured out what I was it was almost my first try but it wasn't quite my first try because it's case sensitive and I'm a dummy and I forgot part of the case goes to show you folks you can go to college and you can almost get an engineering degree but <laughs> you're still an idiot at the end of the day and that's how you keep humility 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 not humility humility I also don't English very well but you all know that because if you're listening to this episode you've probably listened to a couple of other episodes and if you listen to a couple of other episodes, then you know. But the good news is, folks, I have officially made it into Disney+, Plus, which means my rambling has only begun! But I am now looking up Cinemation. So the format for this episode, besides the fact that I don't have any fun facts for you, will be a little bit different than normal. I'm gonna basically walk through each episode. There's 10 episodes and one by one I will talk about them, talk about what I like, talk about what I don't like, and then move on to the next one. So Zenimations, as I previously mentioned, is a Disney Plus original and it is a mindfulness focused little feature if you will. Excuse me if I didn't edit that out, but I think I did. That is also pays tribute to the visual and sound artists who have created the Walt Disney Animation Studio legacy of films. 
And so it only does the Walt Disney Animation Studio shows. So you will not see any Fox Studio, Pixar, any of those films featured in Zenimation. It is solely Disney Animation Studios features. As I mentioned, there are 10 episodes. The first episode is Water. This is one of the episodes that I was more appreciative of. I think it did a very good job of featuring the sounds that one would associate with mindfulness. I think water itself lends well to mindfulness and I am also just a sucker for the movies that it pulled out. You open up with Ariel and then you get a bit of, um, well, I'm not quite sure what movie. I think it's Atlantis, but I'm not positive it's Atlantis. You have some Frozen, of course, which we all know I'm not a big Frozen fan, but of course we're going to have some Frozen because Disney and Frozen makes Disney a lot of money, so I can't blame them for making it all over the place. Lots and lots of Little Mermaid in this one, which... For a movie that takes place in water, probably makes a lot of sense to feature it in the one about water. I don't know about you, but seems like a good idea to me. You also have Moana. You have Moana interacting with the water. You have her on her boat. You have her people in their boats. And overall, the general sounds is the trickling of water. Just the ocean in of itself. And I find this to be a very relaxing and pleasing sound for those of you into the ASMR sounds. This would be the type of music more centered towards you. This is also, I don't even know where I'm going with that. It's a five minute clip, so it's very short. All of these are very short. So the next one that is coming up is Cityscapes. I will be honest, at the get-go of this one, I was not a big fan of this. I don't find the sound of cities very relaxing, I guess is the best way to put it. But even if you're looking at it from the lens of that, this did not solely feature cities. And so a lot of it wasn't necessarily the sounds I would associate with cities. It opens up with Mount Olympus, which I guess is a city in the loosest of terms. And so you get a much more soaring, grander, aerial sound effect than I would associate with the city. And then it goes down to Zootopia, which I do appreciate. I did applaud Zootopia to being in it, which is more of what I was expecting. Then it goes to Arendelle from Frozen, which I also appreciated. 
then we go to um, San Fran, Tokyo and New Orleans, which were also cities that I appreciated being featured in here. Overall, it does mainly center around cities, which I appreciate. We do see the city from Treasure Planet. We see part of Wreck-It Ralph. And so one of the cute things I will say about Simulation is there is a lot of throwback to old classics like Atlantis is featured in the Cityscapes movie. Oh gosh, I forgot how much it's nice to have Kiki here to break up the talking. My throat is already tired of me talking and y'all are probably way tired of me talking. But one of the things I think they lack is in Zootopia, they go to the jungle section of the city they go to the manor in Atlantis instead of just the city itself. And so you see sometimes they go to these more forestry and naturistic areas that contrast these otherwise feature, these otherwise city urbanistic environments. There's even Rapunzel's Tower, which I don't know if you've been there any day lately besides its location at Walt Disney World isn't exactly what I would consider a cityscape. And it's just, I even if I were to consider city sounds relaxing, Maybe you live in New York City, maybe you live in a place like that, and these are soothing sounds to you. Just this conflicting sound doesn't suit me very well. And not to be a Debbie Downer, but the next upcoming episode is also one that I was not very fond of, but it was less from the sound point of view and more from the concept itself, which kudos to whomever came up with these and kudos to whomever designed these because heaven knows I don't have enough creativity to be able to do it. But episode three is Discovery and Discovery just doesn't quite strike up an idea of like a sound feature to me and so for me this was just kind of a hard one to approach but I did try to go into it with an open mind of course that doesn't always mean that our biases are gone and I do acknowledge that in the forefront which is why I'm mentioning this going in but here we go, episode three, Discovery, opens up with Baymax, which immediately wins my heart as Baymax is rediscovered. And then we see Tarzan discovering the glove on Jane's hand, which there's a movie I really wanna watch, Tarzan, might watch it after this, I think it's on Disney Plus, not sure. Might find out, might do it in a little bit if it is. Keep your eyes open, you'll find out. 
And so I guess discovery is a very Disney concept. And I do, I have to say, this does kind of lend Frozen 2 over. I still have not watched the movie. We will have to wait to get to a couple more viewings. We're almost at 100, which means we'll do Frozen 1. But there are these cute little purple salamanders that, oh my goodness, it's adorable. Like, I'm really glad Kiki's not here so I can say this the first time we did the animation. We had background noise so this didn't come out. But, oh my goodness, it's so cute! But we also come to Tangle where Rapunzel is stepping out. And so there's different sounds in this one. You have water effects, you have cars, you have air, you have animal noises. And so I guess if you're looking for less of a harmonious arrangement, this would be more of your amplitude. A lot of the other ones that come later on in water also were more focused around one type of sound. And so a lot of the clips flowed together really nicely. And it's not that these clips don't necessarily flow together really well, it's just that the sounds that they're presenting are very different. So for instance, we just discovered Agrabah, 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 there we go, I'm sorry, I am uncultured and all of that. But then we immediately go to Moana discovering the cave. So you go from the swooping of the cloth to reveal the city to the crackling of the fire in the cave to reveal the boats. So while it's not as drastic of a sound change as we faced in Cityscape, there's still a little bit of a difference. But, you know, it's still a pretty good one. And I'm listening, I'm watching everything right now without the sound effects to give you an idea about how long everything is. Although I do edit a little bit, so it's a not too, too much. I'm hoping I don't have to edit out a lot of it, but I might have to edit out a little bit because I do have a habit of rambling and I do miss Kiki. Kiki, you are my saving grace and I am sorry to all you listening out there or who aren't listening. All is fair to you. We're at about the 20 minute mark, but you know, all is fun. I'm having fun watching these. They do. I really do enjoy them. But they're really nice to watch. I just enjoyed them. For instance, I'm watching the Tangled sequence right now. And Rapunzel is watching the floating lanterns being released. And then it immediately cuts to Ariel seeing the fireworks from um, Prince Eric's ship celebrating his birthday. And so one thing I will say is that... A lot of these sequences I knew just because I've watched these movies either recently for the podcast 
or recently for my own enjoyment or recently because, you know, I've watched them a lot or however you have it. There is no audio and vocal. So there is no voices in it. And besides the sounds that they are wishing to pull out, there is no other noises. So for instance, besides whatever is interacting with the water or the cars in the city, there aren't going to be any other noises. So the first couple of times I watched it, I found that a little offsetting. But now I really do appreciate it. But that brings us to episode number four, which is flight. I really, really, really like this episode. Flight opens up with the sequel to the rescuers down down under, where the kid is flying on the eagle. And episode four is all about flight. We have Treasure Planet, there's going to later be Aladdin and Jasmine, because who can leave out a carpet ride? There will be a couple of, there's Baymax taking Hero out for a spin. I love this clip. One of the things I really like about this one is this is one of the ones that I think the sounds really flow together well. And I think the sounds they chose to captivate are truly dynamic. I think they chose a really good sound palette. I think they chose a really good transitioning between episodes and I think it flows really smoothly in between clips and it's really not jarring so if you're trying to do this for a meditation or to help raise your mindfulness or anything like that I think this is a really really good clip for that because of how smooth it is. And I just think the sounds effects of the swooping and the aerial flow is just captivating and enthralling. And this, I gotta say, is coming from someone who does not wanna ever, 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 ever wanna fly absolutely terrified every time I get into an airplane has no dreams of flying happily like 100% happy that humans do not have wings never like asked for God to give me wings never dream to like fly doesn't want to go above like five stories never wanted to step out of one of those like glass boxes in the skyscraper none of that so it's not like this hits some like little like part of my brain that is seeking that 
I just really enjoy this as a pleasurable sound. So take that as you will. But you know, it won me over. And I just thought that they did a really good job with this one, maybe. Although I will say <laughs> there is one clip <laughs> that all of a sudden there's Tarzan <laughs> going along on the vines where he's kind of surfing along the vines on his feet and he twists around and his feet get twisted up and everything. I have no idea. I've probably watched these five or six times. I have no idea why that's in here. Still don't. Still don't understand it. <laughs> Always makes me laugh. <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> so you know, if that's your thing, that's also apparently a part of flight. So there you go. <laughs> Fly away, Tarzan, I guess because he's like going through the hair really fast? Question mark? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe someone mixed up films and it ended up there too late for them to fix it. I don't know. I try not to always assume things, but that's also kind of my job now. But I'm not getting paid for it, so it's a good thing I don't always do a good job. Well, it's a good thing that I'm not getting paid because I don't always do a good job. That's the way that sentence should be structured. See, everything makes a lot better since when Kiki's around. Anyway, our next episode is also another abstract but very Disney concept, and that is Explore. And so, Although this is once again a concept that I'm not that big into, it does of course win me over right off the bat on the cuteness scale because we open up with baby Moana playing with the ocean, picking up her seashells. But Disney, you might not always get me with the concepts because I don't know how that does with mindfulness, but yeah. Get me with the cuteness, like, oh my goodness. Although on retrospection, which has happened in the last 20 minutes or so, I have realized that both explore, and I forgot what the other word was already, are both very mindfulness words. And they probably thought of them because they're very mindfulness things. And then they try to figure out how to make Disney clips and white noise clips of them instead. And I applaud their effort and I apologize for bashing them in the previous recording of this and in my earlier statements of this. But we start out with Baby Moana and it's precious. And I applaud your efforts of making this. And this one is quite good. There's basically a nature scene. We go with Frozen, Anna, Elsa, as they explore forest. There is Aurora as she goes through a forest. 
we go with Judy as she rides the train into Zootopia. Not quite as foresty, but we have a similar kind of white noise effect. We have both Judy and Rapunzel as they enter their respected cities for the first time. And so this is a little bit more of that mix match, mix match, mix match, mix matched. Yes, mix matched sound effects, but it goes pretty well together. We also have a throwback to The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which while it has its faults, is also a really good movie and I love the music. So we're deaf covering that later and I love it. So hate me, love me, but I'm happy it's here. And then we go back to Moana because Disney loves a good full circle. And then we have a touch back to Belle and we see the library, which honestly won the beast over for me. We did do our Beauty and the Beast, which we'll probably come back to also when we have the live action finally hit Disney Plus, but that really won me over. And then we also have Atlantis in this episode. So it just really kind of hits a lot of my Disney faves, but a lot of Disney is my Disney fave. So truth be told, is it really my Disney fave? But it is my Disney fave. So can everything be my Disney fave? I think it can. I'm gonna act like it can. At least I dislike some of Disney so I can say everything else is my Disney fave. Overall, Explore, now that I've had my duh, Amber, stop being such a dodo bird moment. I think is a good one. It is more for those who are okay with a melody of sounds versus a more synchronous approach. And with that, we will get ready to head into episode six, which is the lovely, lovely night. Which, as I said, I'm playing these back to back as I go through them. And this one has a lovely backdrop of Aladdin and Jasmine in purple, their purple costumes at night. And I gotta say, love their outfits. But that's not what it opens up to. It opens up to Rescuers Down Under 2, once again. Although I wonder why we open up to the sequel and I don't see any of the first. That is food for thought, but you know, that, that, that is food for thought that I don't have, but it is okay. We can have some thought. It takes me a little bit of time, but it is okay. But we open up to a nice, beautiful night down in New Orleans. We open up into the mansion with the little carts and then we get to a sneaky, sneaky little Rapunzel creeping out to go and watch. And I love the sound effects they do for her hair. 
It's a beautiful little like swooshing sound that I find really comforting. And I just, I love her eyes. They designed her to be adorable. And I just, I like the night one. I, of course, they're working with an easy subject matter, night. Like, of course, night is going to be easy to make soothing. But I just, I find this a very soothing episode and a very relaxing episode personally and I like a lot of the clips and I like a lot of the transitioning even though sometimes they do bounce between clips quickly like for instance there's a shooting star sequence that they bounce between multiple clips rather rapidly but they all have the shooting star so it's almost as if all of these characters in these different movies are watching the same shooting star. And then there's this one bright star. And it's almost as if all these characters are looking at the same bright star. And I don't know. I just, I find this very, um, pleasing, both visually and auditorially, I think that's how it sounds. Audioly, auditorially, audioly. However, the word ali is, we're gonna go with audioly. Audio pleasing, audioly pleasing. Something only pleasing in the audio direction. And so there is a little bit of a romantic feature to it because nighttime is. A little romantic but there is also a caring part as we talk about like Lilo and Stitch with Lilo and Nana and them saying like goodbye to their parents and that type of thing and you have Hercules and Pegasus when they're babies and Tarzan and his mom and all the little babies is the most precious thing ever. And oh my gosh, Disney, it's so cute. But that is night and it is sweet and it is calm and it is endearing and it is soothing and it is relaxing. And I hope you enjoy it if you decide to watch it. And if you feel really stressed out, like I will undoubtedly feel in the upcoming semester, I would suggest watching it. At the very least, it's like five minutes. So, you know, give it a try. It just takes five minutes. And what have you got to lose? But... Heading on to the next episode. Episode 7 is Nature, which I also think Disney is well suited for. Because, you know, we got a lot of movies featured in Nature. So, we got Brother Bear. We've got Tarzan. We have... Um, a couple of nature scenes I don't immediately recognize. We have some Jungle Book, I think. 
not like reckon sure because I mean yeah it's jungle book and the reason why I'm not sure is it's just trees and like river and the reason why I'm not a hundred percent sure is because it's like tree and river and no characters and then it's cut to the next scene because you know nature but I feel like that's a pretty good like episode like you have the soothing water you have the wind rushing through the leaves. You have your good old Disney characters standing by. There's some Pocahontas, color of the wind sequencing. Although, of course, you don't have the music because that's not what we're here for right now. We're here to calm you down. The little adorable little salamander things are back. And this time he's floating in the wind. And, like, guys, I might watch Frozen 2 because they're really cute. But I kind of don't like Frozen, so I'm not sure. Don't tell Kiki, though, please. But, you know, anyway, back to the topic at hand. So, we're watching it. And there's also baby reindeers. But nature is adorable, and it's so, and it's nice, and it's calm, and it's relaxing. And it just gives them a lot of different auditory sounds. And unlike a lot of the other ones where there is a mixing of sounds, but I just think that since they're working with the same palette, the sounds transitioning from one to another isn't as jarring because we associate them together. So if I were to go from, say, bird sounds to water, your brain is like, oh, birds go by water. Those sounds go together. Like, that's a thing. So there's not as much of a difference. So if you want a melody of sounds while being able to meditate or something like that, this would be that area for you, and this would provide that for you. I also like how this features Brother Bear. So, once again, animation reaches back and starts to pull out those more obscure films that a lot of people have forgotten about, never watched haven't watched in many years, never gotten around to, those type of things. And just, you know, give a friendly reminder. And I think every episode has a reference to Frozen. So, you know, if you're a Frozen fan, come and look for the Frozen Easter egg because I think there's one in everything. But I do like the purple little salamander things. They're really cute. And he eats snowflakes. Like, that's so adorable. I might edit this part out just so Kiki doesn't find out about it because she's going to throw it in my face. But I might not. I don't know. But yeah, that's nature. It's nice. It's good. It's good for us. It gives us oxygen. It's green. But I'm allergic to it. So I don't go out into it very much. So yeah. The next episode is episode 8, 
It's serenity. You probably don't feel that when you talk to me or hear my voice, because I'm a little loud, especially if you listen to the episodes. I don't know why I'm much louder than Kiki, but I am. It's a thing. It's a proven fact. Hopefully it'll get better when we're filming together, which is about to happen, fingers crossed. So our next episode is Serenity, which means kind of like calmness of mind and everything. And I would have started this episode with it's another one of those abstract things that I just don't quite understand, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I've had my own mindfulness journey during the making of this episode, which I think is good. And I think it's good for me to man up and realize that it's good for me to admit that I don't know everything and that sometimes I don't realize the full extent of stuff. And so, serenity is something that you do seek when you're being mindful. And so, serenity is calmness. And so, in this episode, they show a lot of calm sequences. Like, you have Esmeralda in the cathedral. You have Moana's grandmother dancing with the eels in the ocean with Moana walking away and just watching her dance. You have Mulan's father sitting by the cherry blossom tree and just, you know, sitting there watching. You have Pocahontas sitting by Grandmother Willow. Although, everything isn't 100% serene with her little animal companions there nearby. And I just think that it's very idyllic. And there are little moments that you find in the different movies that are calm and serene. They are those little idyllic moments of calmness that you find in between the moments of action that I think we should find and we should seek. And now I'm going on a lecture. I've officially been rambling too long. But I think is one of the lessons that the creators of these hoped the people who use these would find. Is find some serenity for yourself. Find some calmness. Because that's one of the goals of mindfulness. Is to find calmness for yourself. Although I do find it a bit ironic that they do Esmeralda in the cathedral when she's literally a captive in the cathedral because the what's-his-name will kill her if she walks out of the cathedral. But that's a side note for the movie when we do it. But there are bells. There are lots and lots of bells. And there is a gong from Mulan. And there are the lanterns from Tangled. They really like to do the lanterns from Tangled. They like that sequence a lot. But, yeah. And of course, you have a little frozen to capped off. And you have Hero and Baymax watching the sunset after a great day of flying to finish off 
the episode. And I will say with the conclusion of episode 8, which I probably should have mentioned a couple of episodes ago, all of these episodes conclude with this little ding. And I just find that, like, really reflective of the meditations that they are mimicking. Because a lot of meditations, whether you've had any interaction with them or not, start a lot of times with a little bell and end with a little bell. And so I find it really telling that they chose to do this. Now, our next episode that we will be watching is episode 9, which I think is the ocean, but I talked my way through the conclusion. Water realms close to the ocean. It was close. Not quite, but close. Water realms is quite similar to water of the first one. I think the first one was water. It was something. Something. It was water related. I know that much. I know it was water related. And like the first one, I do enjoy this one. This one opens up with a lot of waterfall sounds. So you had the roaring and the bass, rich labrado tone of it. And I just, I find that water, just like active water itself, I find soothing. This also brings up Winnie the Pooh, like the adventures of Winnie the Pooh, the cartoon, which my older sister just adores. So that's a nice little throwback that I appreciate. And then we have Lilo and Stitch, which always, always, always gets a shout out for me and Moana because you can't do water if you don't do Moana. And I'm pretty sure we have Squirt in Moana, but we didn't argue about that. So Kiki might agree with me. She's not here now and I forgot to mention it earlier. Or we might have mentioned it. I can't remember. I'll ask her later, but then I'll forget. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Oh, no, we won't see, because this is a podcast. But we'll hear. Then we have Brother Bear again, as he's swimming in the water with the salmon. Ariel, because nothing says water realm, like, you know, a mermaid in the water, in the sea. <laughs> get it? I thought you would. There's literally nothing to get. I don't even know anymore. It's episode 9, folks. Yeah. I wasn't good in episode 1. I don't know what you'd expect for episode 9. We got some water in the rainforest on Zootopia in the train. We got a bunch of surfing from Lilo and Stitch. Overall, I gotta say, I don't have much to say about it. Because watching it and listening to this episode makes me really sleepy. I just find it really soothing. Like, they pull out the boss moment when Moana is staring down the water in the fight, and she's just like, you think you're a bad volcano monster and you're gonna kill me? Well, I'm just gonna walk up to you and put the stone in your heart because my name is Moana, and that's right. And 
they just have the roaring water and they make this epic battle scene so soothing and so relaxing and like I don't even have the sound on right now but I've watched it so much I know what it sounds like <laughs> so like my brain is playing the sound for me and so like I'm relaxing which is really good because otherwise me doing a solo episode would be really bad well it's already really bad but for my anxiety it would be really bad but we're reaching in 60 minutes so I'm gonna pause this and pick it back up but I do enjoy this episode I think it's a really good episode and that my friends is Water Realms. And so with that, we have our last episode. Episode number 10 is Levity, which is lightheartedness. I like to call this my laughing episode because it makes me laugh. It opens up <laughs> with the sloth. <laughs> from, well, no, that's the end. Oops. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Apparently, I was partially through that one. <laughs> so, let me restart that one. And then we'll <laughs> go through. But, spoiler! That's how it ends! But, back to the beginning... Episode 10. Oh, I guess I shouldn't start over again. I should keep the humor and you need something. But it opens up with Rue and Tigger bouncing through the forest, which I mean, it's cute. It's wholesome. It's lighthearted. And I mean, you have like a good sound effect. And then you have Mowgli trying to be an elephant from the Jungle Book as he walks around and he <laughs> marches improperly. And then you have Maximus from Tangled finding the picture of Flynn Rider and putting his hoof up to find out that it's the appropriate thing. <laughs> he shreds it up like a um, paper shredder, literally called. And next you have the Emperor's New Groove, which I can't, I don't know why that one's funny. It's just Kronk lining a table. And then you have a little mermaid. And so, all in all, I'm not going to spoil all of them for you just because I find it absolutely comical, as you can tell from the, <laughs> the first two, like, <laughs> seconds of listening to me patronize you <laughs> dealing with this. It covers all types of Disney movies. It's mainly a lot of the newer ones. You have Zootopia, you have Big Hero 6. There's <laughs> good old Stitch, there's Tangled, there, <laughs> there's a lot of Zootopia actually. <laughs> they have Baymax, the point where he's deflating. At the police station, and so he's like having to tape himself up, and the police officer 
is just staring at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he takes the boy's arm and he pleads the other and the police officer just shoves him the <laughs> tape. And so while this one isn't what I would consider your typical mindfulness episode, I do enjoy watching this episode when I'm feeling really stressed out or down. This is probably the one that I've watched the most because it really does make me laugh. As you've noticed, I've watched this without the sound on recording, trying to explain it to you, and I am laughing trying to talk to you about it. But that's just the humor I find in it. And that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to cover Zenimation. So Zenimation is a tribute to the visual and audio designers and artists who have created the Walt Disney Animation Studio movies and legacies. And while, of course, they aren't what one would necessarily say are unspoken heroes because they're not like our military, they're not firefighters, they're not our doctors, or our nurses, and our teachers, they have created for me something that has been really special. And so, like, for a lot of people, they might say, like, oh, like, Disney is really childish. But, like, for me, Disney has been a good escape for when I'm feeling really down and depressed. I can, like, a lot of times I'll turn on my Disney movie when I'm, like, I just can't stop crying. And it sounds really bad, and I'll just start, like, watching a Disney movie and cry. But by the end of it, I'm no longer crying and I'm, I feel better. I might not feel great, but I do feel better. And so that's why I wanted to highlight this tribute to them. Because while I wouldn't necessarily say they're on the same, I can't necessarily say they're unsung heroes, I would say to me personally, they are incredible and I am grateful for them and I am grateful for the work they do and I know everyone likes to sometimes villainize Disney and maybe like evil corporation and all but I do I do like Disney and I do like Disney movies and that might make me childish but I like Disney and it makes me happy when skies are gray and if that's bad that's bad and I'm okay with that, you know? So, sorry if this was a train wreck and sorry for ending on kind of a somber note, but just think of Stitch putting a bra on his head and, and putting a bed sheet on his self to be a superhero and I hope that brightens up your day because it brightens up mine and I wish you all the best and no worries, Kiki will be back next week. So take care of yourself. Bye.